Kids Kitchen Table Spirituality and Evening Devotional with Pastors Jonathan Malone and Charlie Eastman. I am totes here with Charlie Eastman, the pastor of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro, Massachusetts. Indeed you are, and I'm totes here with Pastor Jonathan Malone, First Baptist Church, East Greenwich, Rhode Island. You see, and, we're using uh, totes because we're hip and relevant. Just keep telling ourselves that, and maybe it'll come true. No, it won't come true. This is the part where my kids would just be shaking their heads, standing behind me. I always tell them, I said, all the kids are saying this, and, and my kids say, nobody, no, nobody's saying that. Yeah, no one has said totes in probably five years, if we're, yeah. if we're thinking of it as a thing now. Yeah, except those who sell um, bags to carry things in, they say, you need this tote That's to right. carry. Or pass me that umbrella. No, not that one. The one that says totes on it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Just the good times don't end. I don't know why that one's funny to Our me. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a great joke, but it was just for some reason that was really good. Well, you've <laughs> used the totes umbrella, haven't you? No, there's an actual umbrella called totes umbrella? That's why it was funny. Oh, I just thought it was, I just, I had a picture of an umbrella with just the word totes on it. It, it has it on the handle, T-O-T-E-S, totes umbrellas. To- Charlie, you know what would be good for us to do? What's It'd that? be good for you and I to just do a tour of the country checking out umbrellas. Oh, that would be, maybe we could couple it with our pie tour. A pie tour, right? covering Pie pies. and umbrellas. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about umbrellas a lot lately because I've been watching the Umbrella Academy. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed show. the second season as well. Hmm. I'm I'm just a few episodes in, so don't spoil it for me. I won't. I will not. I w- I will say to our listeners, um, watch that at your discretion. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not a family show. Mm. Although I'm the last one in my family to watch the show. My twelve-year-old so daughter it to... watched it without me, without wow. telling me that she watched it. Oh. Which has caused some consternation and some discussions I, about. I bet. Access so... and everything. Yeah. Well, so sometimes we, you, sometimes you, you, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Before we get to the more families, mm-hmm. how are things at your church? Well, they're great. We're worshiping indoors now, which feels mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, you That's know, great. sometimes it goes perfect and sometimes there'll be challenges and it's, it's just, it's worship, right? Just yeah. the same as it ever was. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed the opportunity to be inside and I really enjoy preaching twice. The sermon changes a little bit. Uh, in in each service, and it's yeah. fun to to have those variations. So thank you to everybody, and I think the the live stream is going well on Facebook now, and we're we're getting up to speed. We're starting to feel what what what's normal and what's possible. We're uh, we've got our first fellowship event scheduled. Um, uh, we're going to be doing a uh, pumpkin carving, family pumpkin oh, pumpkin nice. carving uh, outside on October twenty fifth. So stay tuned for more details. Uh, as we get closer to the event, we'll let you know about it. But we're really excited to bring people together to share that that family moment of carving, carving a out your you're carving out space for families to get together. Oh, I think you just found the tag for the event. Thank you, John. Yeah, I, that's what I do. I tag things. Indeed, you do. <laughs> uh, at, at First Baptist, things are also going well. Um, since we're now getting into October, mm-hmm. um, for the last couple of years, we've done a cereal box. Um, drive, which Charlie, I will admit, I was inspired by your previous congregation that I think you've done that. Yeah, Cheerios the Cheerios Challenge. for the Grow Clinic. So we've been doing, we're doing that, and this month, October, we're in, those who come to worship in person bring cereal boxes, and then right. on October thirty first, we're going to do a treat for treat. 
drive-by. So drive up, drop off your cereal boxes, and we will give you a treat. Oh, that's um, sweet. Kids, if you want to wear costumes, feel free. When are you doing that? October 31st, probably in the morning, probably from 9 to 12 or something like that. Wait, so that's like Halloween. It is All Hallows' Eve, which the is... actual Halloween. Which I don't know if trick-or-treating is going to happen this year. I hope not. Yeah, all the displays are up in the grocery stores here in Franklin, so apparently people think they're going to be trick-or-treating. It, I mean, to have children go to a house, <laughs> touch something, <laughs> and then go to another house, it's, touch something. Right. It's my understanding that the way people would do it is they would individually wrap treats in baggies. It still doesn't. And feel then right. set them out so trick or treaters could get them. I don't. I don't think we had a single trick or treater last year. Okay. Because we're uh, we we have no sidewalk and we're on a part oh. of the street where there's not much going on. So, I I don't know what the expectation is. My my plan is to. Uh, I'm actually started working on this. I'm going to build a trebuchet in my backyard. Oh, lovely. And just figure out and just tell the kids to stand in a certain spot and I'll launch the candy at them. I love it. Nick Zamuto has a trebuchet in his backyard that he built. Oh, good. I'll send good. you a link. Nick Zamuto, formerly of the band The Books, now of the band Zamuto. Oh, okay. Reedsboro, Vermont. Anyway, he's got a he's got a really cool website where they chronicle the life and the house they've built together, and and he oh, built neat. a trebuchet in the the back and threw things from it. And, and nothing says I'm comfortable with the way things are going in this world like building a trebuchet in your backyard. You know? Yeah. I don't but think he know, aimed it at the road though. Okay, but you know what? I'm going to do it with my boys. I'm going to do it with my partner. We're going to mm-hmm. do it as a family together. It. See, and, and that when, when you spend time together like that, the, the family is strengthened, is it not? It, well, uh, it, at least because we're not going to use any kind of mechanical tools. We're oh, going to be doing it all with hands and ropes. And so that's how you strengthen families. Yeah, we all do right. strength training. We do deadlifts. I love it. Um, I can curls. just see you all out there with your pantaloons and you're <laughs> lifting the heavy things just pantaloons it's just one of the best words that's great how did that get into the english language probably french all the fun words are french yeah they are Pantalon. so charlie the second we we are working through the uh, vision statement indeed of the we pilgrim, are pilgrim congregational church of southboro massachusetts and the first one last week it was growing faith growing faith and this week it's Strengthening, you want to say fam- it? strengthening families. Strengthening families. The complete statement, growing faith, strengthening families, loving all. Nice. So I, I spoke a bit about last time about how we came to that vision statement. Yeah. Um, but one thing I didn't say was how we write it. And it's actually growing faith, period. Strengthening families, period. Loving all, period. And it's got hmm. it's got a punch in in that way that it really it communicates for me what I love about that, and I know that's kind of a thing now where people say, um, for instance, I, period, just, period, can't, mm. period, even, period. They use the period to emphasize uh, each statement. But yeah. for me, what a period does is is what a period does. It creates a full stop. That's its function in grammar, to create a right. full stop, the end of something and the beginning of something else. And by placing them together, they are unified. But I really appreciate that mm. the vision statement honors the fact that growing faith is enough in and of yeah. itself. Strengthening families is enough in and of itself. Loving all is enough, mm. but we've got all three in the same yeah. statement. So I, I like the, I'm inspired by even the format of it. 
So oh, that's great. I mean, the grammarian in me says no, that's not okay <laughs> because there's no subject. But indeed, I think your point is well made. It's it's a vision statement. It's not a regular <laughs> sentence with an object. Well, here's the nice thing: because there's no subject, you find yourself the in the statement. The subject is you. The subject is you. You there growing faith. You strengthening families. You loving all. Come yeah. on, people. You get it, right? Sure. Sure. So strengthening families. Yeah, why is this important? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, families are fine, right? Yeah, they're all right. Well, let's start with the obvious thing. What's a family? Mm. Oh, that's great. That's a good question. Because we didn't say strengthening white families. We didn't say strengthening oh. rich families. We didn't say strengthening the families that live on this, from this street to this street in this particular area of town. We said strengthening families. We kind of took took on the whole Megillah. Oh, wow. Which is, was that for Megillah or just the scope of the project? So are these, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I don't know. But so you're not just talking about the families in this congregation. Yeah, that's, that's the crux of it for me. Absolutely not. We're talking about the families around us. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons this statement made it into the uh, vision is is... Uh, the first mission project that the church did while I was there. And it's mm-hmm. one they've done before. It's one they've owned, oh my goodness, fantastically well. They raised yeah. thousands of dollars and brought in dozens of laptops for a backpack program oh, where they great. wanted to support kids who are going back to school who do not have unlimited means or, or even sufficient means. Right. Nobody has unlimited means. But who, kids who didn't have s- sufficient means and the families who love them who can't support them the, w- the way they want to to be able to provide backpacks and school supplies for a great kickoff to their school year. Additionally, they, they always provide laptops, or they have in recent history, and yeah. certainly that, that is a tremendous um, asset today, uh, given oh, where yeah. families yeah. are at right now. Um, when they announced that school was going to be online exclusively here in Franklin to begin, my mm-hmm. wife and I were overjoyed, but that is the overjoyment of real privilege the mm. fact that we can do most of our jobs and still get paid our full salaries while our kids are sitting on their computers doing their work yeah, uh, yeah. and not worry about where they are or that they're cared for or whatever is, is a real blessing. And frankly, a lot of people were not in favor of that because they work in services where, or, or deliveries or, right. or aspects of working life where they can't be at home for enough right. of the time to ensure the kids are schooling. So <clears throat> it was a great project, and it reminded me that the heart of this congregation, um, and I'm sure the heart of yours, is, mm-hmm. is centered on families and, and how families feel supported and celebrated and, and then welcomed, and finally, mm-hmm. through all of that, maybe strengthened. Shouldn't we focus on the individual, though, Charlie? I mean, families are come, families go, but it's the individual that really matters, right? No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. That, that's a that's a yes, but. Um, it was a loaded statement that was sure just kind of setting. You it were up. setting me up nicely. Thank you. No, it's absolutely the the individual's. Uh, Faith journey and growing in faith is vitally important, but we are all connected to our own families, and right. we are all subject to what all the families go through. So this yeah. this is not 
this is not the moment where I tell the church it's time to sell all you have and give all your possessions away, give all your excess to the poor, and come live communally. I'm not, I'm not looking for that Acts chapter 2 oh, vision. Oh, you're not? No, believe it or not. We're not. No. I know they paint a rosy picture, but it didn't even last that long for them. I mean, they, no, it didn't. they transitioned. It didn't. Um, and likewise, so have we. But that, that doesn't change the fact that when families are not supported in mm-hmm. parts of our commonwealth or parts of our nation or parts of our world, everyone, everyone sees the, the effects of that. And everyone yeah. can see that the wages of that kind of sin are a kind of death. Yeah, um, and I want to push and, and suggest that it's not just our families with young children or, or you know, families with children, but you. also, um, because I know, I'm sure you and I have had encounters where we work with one of our parishioners who's in the third part of their life mm-hmm. um, and having to make difficult decisions, and I ask, where's your family? Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, do, uh, do you have children? Do you have something like, oh, but they're so spread out, or they're, we're, mm-hmm. we're on bad terms, or... They can't be there, or just one person's there to help, but they're burning out. So, I mean, the strengthening families is not just for a time until the children are moved in out of the house. That's right. Um, Especially, there's a sandwich generation right now who have Mm -hmm. taken care of children and taken care of their parents. That's right. You know, they need that strengthening, that help and support just uh, just as well. And of course, it's important to honor what, when you don't define what a family is in a statement like this, what are you saying? You're saying that a family is <clears throat> a group of people or even, in, in, a, in a strange sense, an individual person um, who are a unit that forms a unit. So an, an individual living at yeah. lo- alone forms a family with others uh, yeah. that may not exist within their, um, within their domicile, but, but it's a family unit for them in their way. Additionally... A single parent with mm-hmm. a child or multiple children is a family. Yeah. A single parent living with their parents raising children is a family. Um, two people who, th- this may shock some, two people who have not entered the covenant of marriage and who are living together mm. are a family. Yeah. Two people who have come together and have not entered the covenant of marriage and have children together or or yeah, or bring children into the relationship are a family. Two people that come from completely different cultures, ethnicities, and backgrounds and come together to raise a family are a family. Um, I would say, I, I would even venture to say that if someone, if you have two people and one person plays a brass instrument and the other one plays a woodwind, they could still be a family. Oh, that's, that's strong. I, I, as long I like as we to don't push the boundaries. Red Sox and Yankees fans, no, that happens all the time. I know. Especially I know, down I, your way. Yeah, it does. And I, I'll tell you, I, wait a second. I, I never understand. I don't understand those kind of rivalries. I really, I just I don't get it. But okay. They're important fine. to some. But anyway, so, so right. this the overdrawn point here is that families are as varied as humanity. Yeah. So when we say strengthening families... What are some of the things that you were all were thinking about when you when you wrote that? I think we want to offer support to families to participate in worship. Mm. So that means uh, inviting families in. You know, if growing faith is the start of the statement, then if we can help families grow in faith, 
then we're we're on the right track there. So uh, providing a stable and consistent Sunday school experience where people can come, some yeah. some so that their kids can learn, but also when kids are a little young for for classroom learning, to provide a safe space so the parents can worship, um, yeah. is certainly an aspect where we can strengthen families. Um, reaching out into the community to find ways to serve families is an important part of this. So um, the the backpacks program is an obvious uh, win already under our belts for this year. But right. but seeking other opportunities like that, finding where the pain points are for families. I mean, here we are in the midst of COVID. There's going to be a lot of different ways to serve families that we haven't even anticipated yet. So it kind of opens that project to possibility by by being able to come to families that don't look and sound like us with mm. with less judgment and more earnest desire to serve yeah. i think i think we set ourselves up to do kingdom work um, yeah and i invoke kingdom because jesus did when he said let the children come to me if you can't come to faith the way one of these would then then you're on the wrong track and I think we often get stuck thinking, oh, that means kids should be in church. And I don't believe that's the point of what Jesus is saying. I no, think he's saying no. people come to faith, where, where whatever age you are, come to faith the way a child does. Right. However, what that does imply is that we become better and learn better and learn more when, when children are a part of our experience, when we live right. intergenerationally. So I, I argue for kids in worship as often as possible, yeah. participating so I, in worship. Yeah. I hear these two different prongs, and I think they both are vital. One is helping people where they are. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that you say, without judgment. I hope so. Say, I mean, there's, say, always hey, that, there's always that judging capacity that happens. Yeah. But, but to say, hearts. you know, you, cl- you, you, you need a laptop, let us give you a laptop. Mm-hmm. Your, your family's not eating, let us give you food. Sure. You know, those so strengthening families that way, but also like that emphasis on the spirituality, making space in worship. I think one of the things that church um, churches can offer that is really countercultural, and this is before COVID, uh, but continues, is a space just to sit and be together mm. that's void of electronics. <laughs> and, you know, um, when it is, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we have some electronics, but. You know, that is just, you know, come for an hour. You know, the younger ones, they'll need something to do. We want to do some Christian education. But just to be together as a family, um, to worship together. And to seeing other families and recognizing others who are at the point you're at. Yeah. That is a tremendous service that churches can do for one another. They can build lifelong friendships. It's not that you all have to agree on everything word for word, but just that... We have this thing in common, this community that we gather in that doesn't have anything to do with one particular sport or with right. one particular travel team or with one particular whatever. It's church, church, right. which is its right. own thing, its own pleasure, its own, its own experience. It's like nothing yeah. else. I mean, just be still. Just be still together for a while. In those moments, you can find it. Stillness that, is oh, still a boy. boon. And, that, and again, throughout all the ages... I think that's so important. I agree. Um, my daughter is, uh, my, I have a 15-year-old daughter who can't wait to meet the other members of the youth group at Pilgrim Church. And oh, of course, yeah. she hasn't done so yet because, you know, you can't gather and yeah. she can't go and see them in person. But she's looking forward to that in the yeah. weeks and months ahead. 
And uh, that's that's a tremendous gift, not only to me as a pastor to have a child mm-hmm. that actually wants to enter church, but it could be for you too, who's who's hearing this. The idea yeah. that that a young person in your life could could make a connection that transcends where they go to school, yeah. or or where they what neighborhood they live in, that that opens those social circles. We think we're so connected because uh, someone from Argentina can listen to this podcast. But we, we need more. And and face face to face or whatever passes for face to face right now is is not the same as yeah. consuming something built far away. I would say what would be ideal is if the families, if families that are doing okay, could as a family say, "How can we help a family that's not doing okay?" Oh yeah. And and that way we're they're doing something together, and helping strengthen other families at the same time. One of the uh, projects I'd love to see us take on as a result of this vision statement: growing faith, mm. strengthening families, loving all, is partnering with another congregation, mm. a congregation that does not look and sound like us. It could yeah. be a UCC congregation, but it could be a Baptist one. It could be Presbyter. It could be AME. Who cares? Just an, another congregation where right. we could continue to serve families that are connected to their church or in oh, the yeah. neighborhoods where their church exists. That's great. I think it would be a slam dunk in terms of living the vision. So I would encourage, I mean, if we were to give any specifics to people listening on how to strengthen their own family, hmm. do something together midweek. I mean, if you listen to this as a family, I think that's significant. That might it not work be. for you. Um, you know, schedules might be getting crazy again. Those meals, having meals together is really important, but go a little bit beyond that. Just do something together, uh, and, and bring in, bring God in. Yeah. Don't be embarrassed. Uh, you know, especially it's hard to worship together. Hopefully you're able to watch online some kind of worship experience together. But, you know, even if it's just, Hey, we're going to take five minutes. I want to read this Bible verse. What do you think? And... You know, that's all Great. I'm asking. Or, or even uh, if that if that, if that feels too steep a ramp um, for your family, yeah. depending on where you're at and where they're at, maybe uh, maybe go around the table and share the gratitudes. Oh, what what yeah. are you grateful yeah. for today? Tell us one thing you're grateful for today, even if right. they don't say the right thing, even if all There's they say yeah. is YouTube, whatever. Yeah, let them say it. It it doesn't matter. Share. I'm grateful. This is going to be over soon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm grateful for every moment I don't sit at a table with you, Dad. Not that we've heard that uh, ourselves. Oh, this is cutting too close to the yeah, 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 I've got... Uh, <laughs> we better... So um, it's so important for families to you know be there for each other, strengthen each other. I love that we have to think beyond what the normal family is. That's right. We have our church family. That's right. We have our denominational families. We have our Christian family. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and uh, we're, we need to be there for each other. That's right. So nice. I, you know what? So far, you're two for two hey, with, the, with the clauses here. So far, they're both pretty good. We'll see how the last last one is next week. I appreciate. Um, yeah, I that appreciate one might be that one. Yeah, loving that all. One that's horrible. That's going to be yeah. challenging. I think that's. I might. Have I hope to say so. No. People, people in the congregation have already, we've already heard pushback on that particular part of the phrase. Just anecdotally, not not in a right. mean way, but just in that. Really loving all, because that implies I have to agree with people who don't vote the way I'm going to vote. Oh, oh boy, we could talk about that. People who I see right on there. TV who are yelling yeah. really loudly about things I don't agree with, on the right and the left, you know, depending yeah. on where you sit. 
So yeah, it's yeah the loving all part. Yeah, there's an aspect who, of it that people stinks. who won't eat apple pie. Oh, what is wrong with people in this world, Jonathan? I don't know, Charlie. Anyway, we need Jesus. We we'll need get to Jesus that soon. So in the meantime, yeah, we'll keep growing week. faith and strengthening families, and we'll yeah, we'll deal do with some that curls next time. together, maybe some push-ups. There you go. We're in matching pantaloon. <laughs> so we're gonna pray, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna open our time of prayer, and awesome. then um, we're going to uh, then we're going to have Jonathan pray, and then I'm gonna yeah. close it with a word from Walter Rauschenbusch, our friend, our dear friend. Great. All right. So let That's us great. pray. God, thank you for the uh, myriad ways that people experience family today. Now, some people would like to roll back the clock and go back to mom, dad, 2.5 kids, dog, cat, all that idyllic, perfect vision. Uh, but we know that life is different and that you have agreed to meet us wherever we are. So help us to meet these families wherever they are, to minister to them and to strengthen them. God, help us remember that um, through you, we are one family. Uh, we are all your children. And so today and tomorrow, may every person we see, we see them as brother and sister, as aunt or uncle, as cousin, and all people that are beloved by you. May we be strengthened in our own individual families, in our church family, and beyond. May your presence always be known. And now from Walter Rauschenbusch. Bless thou that great family of humanity, of which we are but a little part. Give to all thy children their daily bread, and let our family not enjoy its comforts in selfish isolation. Amen. Amen. You know, it was great until that last part, not enjoy its comforts in selfish isolation. Oh, you don't like that, huh? Oh, it just, well, it's good, but it just means we now I have to share. Do I have to share? Ugh. Do I have to share? No, you don't have to share. That's precisely why it's so important to do it. Because you have to elect There we it. go. Charlie, you know what we should do? You and I should do a tour of the United States and go to people's homes at dinner time and read that prayer and then say, okay, so what are you going to give us? Mm. That's a good what idea. You, That's a good idea. I'm, I'm totally on board. Totes. Totes, totes on, on board. board. Oh, my. <laughs> we can't get rid of the totes. <laughs> With the totes umbrella That's right. and pie. And pie. Umbrella Boy, and when, pie. When, uh, when this COVID, when we're in a place, we're going to do, we're going to just tour the heck out of this country together. If this is we? the first episode of Kitchen Table Spirituality you've ever heard, I, I apologize. <laughs> there's, some, there's some deep cuts in here that just aren't going to make sense. But thank you for being along on the journey. Yeah. We're grateful. Peace right, to you folks. and your family. Yeah, wherever well. they are. Bye.